of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It's that time, the music, and this time, it's always a great time with this gentleman, but when I get to say this, Henry T., happy Victory Thursday. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) You gotta love it. Yes, my goodness, my goodness. Not only, um, you know, we'll talk about the men, but the women get a big fourth quarter last night. Two Husker victories last night. Absolutely. Hey, 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 when it's two Husker victories, man, it's, it's not a better feeling, man, going into the weekend. Correct. Correct, man. Uh, T, I know you watched it. We all watched it intently. Uh, we'll break it down. First of all, uh, by surprise, I think to all of us, I asked Robin watch it this yesterday, and it was just trying to get the opinion of what could happen. And I know and sometimes in sports you got to mix things up. And Robin, you know, there's no, you know, nothing. Fred didn't say anything, but last night you rolled out a different starting five. Oh, hey, the change is good. Yep. Uh, next, you know, with uh, with Gary Juwan, Gary being out, and hopefully, man, we can get him back soon. I think Denim's um, came in, and Denim Dawson did a great job of uh, uh, coming in and. Uh, Playing that great defense to hustle. Uh, then you also had Tamanaga, you know, you know, and CJ. You know, unfortunately, you know, he he came off the bench, but he came off the bench with a little bit more energy mm-hmm. uh, than I felt. I mean, the shot still wasn't there, but I saw a little bit more pep in his step. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, Walker got a little foul trouble, and uh, so he only played what twenty four minutes or so, twenty three minutes, uh, but he was still productive: eight points, ten rebounds, and. I just think the next man up. I text uh, Coach Hoyberg after the game, and and we talked about it. he was pretty excited. He said everybody played played a great game, you know, with the hustle and the effort, especially with the loss of uh, Jawan and uh, Walker in foul trouble. And he was proud of his his guys, and you know, I'm proud of him as well. I mean, a win's a win. Ohio State is on a slide. What's that? Fifth game, uh, five games in a row that mm-hmm. they've lost. Uh, they played some competitive games, and uh, they're not a bad team. Uh, but it was just tough, uh, you know. You keep coming in the pinnacle, you know. You got to be prepared, and we had to. We needed this win, especially after the loss against Illinois. So I enjoyed watching that game. Of course, I was nervous <laughs> throughout the game, and and you know, hey, when I get to Lincoln next month, I'm going to tell Sam shoot the three pointer, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he went two for three, but he won't shoot it. I mean, the guy can flat out shoot it, but he just. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get in his ear when I get there. Yeah, we're talking to T. Buchanan. Going back to kind of what 
Hooks mentioned uh, at the beginning of the this segment, you know, we had to go with some different lineups there, especially at the beginning with the starters. You know, and part of that might have been just to have CJ kind of see the floor from the side for a little bit. Is is that why you think that happened, or I mean, why do you think Hoiberg's kind of messing with the starting lineup? Well, first and foremost, CJ. You know, the last you know few games he struggled offensively, and you know, and for. For a shooter's perspective, if that shot's not going in, it's it's kind of tough to pick up the rest of your game. And I I think I mentioned it last week that if your shot's not going in, you got to make up for defensively at hustle, rebounding, and diving for loose balls. You know, get you know get some productivity somewhere else. But it seems like he was in his own mind, and uh, he struggled a little bit, you know, on the shot, and then it impacted the rest of his game. And so, and I think. Coach Hoiberg did a phenomenal job making that decision to have him come off the bench and 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 maybe see it from a different perspective and and you know being a starter the last thing you want is to uh, is to lose your starting position uh, and then coming off the bench because you you wanted the leaders you wanted the best shooters on the team and and but when you're struggling you know we 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 got to mix it up and and I just thought that it was time and you know matter of fact it should have been a day a game or two prior. Uh, but you know, I thought he played with a lot more effort, and it probably got his attention. So we probably see a different CJ for the rest of the season. That you know, I want to see the CJ that he's capable of um, of showing us. You know, because he can flat out shoot it, uh, but don't depend on the shot to dictate the rest of your game. And I like to do a little bit more, you know, all around and not just shooting. Uh, T, you know, we talk this. I mean, again, we're not picking on CJ. We're going to talk about that. If you're going to play 30 minutes a game, uh, there should be stats within the line, not a point here, a point there. But what could be said? Like a guy like Devin Dawson comes in. I'm talking about energy, toughness. He made two layups last night that could have been in the top 10 of Sports Center this morning. Plays great <laughs> defense. Yeah. But you look at him, he played 30 minutes, and you look at the stat line, that's more of a 30-minute stat line. Eight, eight, seven points, eight rebounds, and assists. Like you, that's the expectation, right? Yeah. Well, Denim is the ultimate team player. I mean, he doesn't look for a shot. Mm. He's going to hustle. He's going to play defense. He's going to rebound. He's going to do everything that, a, that a, he's a coach's dream and a teammate's dream. If you are a shooter like C.J., or Monaga, <laughs> what better uh, teammate than Denim Dawson, who's who's going to do all the dirty work and and uh, get you the ball. He's always looking for mm-hmm. his teammates, and uh, I mean he's a fun guy to watch. It, it, you know, I watch every player when I'm watching the game, and and every time he comes in, he's making something happen. You know, and he's creating havoc. Uh, so you know, so I was very impressed with his performance, and I tell you another kid, uh, Jamarcus Lawrence. Yes, I mean he's you know he does the same thing. I mean he's running around, he's full of energy, he's playing defense. But you know you can tell both, you can tell he's a freshman, but you know but you deal with some of the freshman mistakes with all the effort that he's putting out there defensively and rebounding and hitting a couple open jump shots. So you know and it's you know our future's bright with these young players and. And I'd like to see more of it, you know, because we, you know, we do have another game on Saturday. You know, we have uh, Penn State at Penn State, and then we got Northwestern, two very, very good teams, and and it doesn't get any easier. And then we go to uh, College Park, Maryland. So the next three games is going to be critical. And these players like uh, Denham and and 
the market's getting you know getting this experience and this playing time is only going to benefit the team, and 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 hopefully they can perform you know on the road just like they did uh, at home because all players you know your reserve players we always they always play better at home and on the road is just a whole different ball game. At talk about last night when Fred Hoiberg got that technical foul. It's not something we see a lot from him. Oh my goodness! Uh, and I don't know if you saw this, but some of the players said after the game that it kind of sparked them a little bit. Talk about Fred's getting uh, Fred getting teed up last night. Well, first and foremost, I was worried. <laughs> yeah, his blood pressure. And, and yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You know, and and you remember we had him on the show, and mm-hmm. he talked about his heart condition and things of that sort. So, you know, so that kind of explained his calm demeanor. So, my first thought was, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know, let somebody need to calm him down because I don't want that heart. You know, so I think he has a stent or something. That, you know, that's you know that's helping mm-hmm. his heart work. And uh, so, I was more worried about that than even a technical. You know, and and I've never actually that's the first time I've seen him explode like that. And as a player, when you see a coach that's so calm and, and calm, cool and collected and, and, and always have a, a really, you know, calm demeanor during games and really, you know, get excited. Man, that was impressive. Um, and 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 you're right. The players are right. It did motivate them. I mean, we didn't lose any momentum. And if anything else, uh, we stepped it up. And I don't want. I don't. You know, I would love to see him do it more. But from a health perspective, <laughs> nah. <laughs> let's hey, let's continue coaching, coach. And uh, we want to keep you around here for a little while. How many times, if you ever had to, did you have to go over and uh, help Coach Knee calm down after maybe getting drunk? Like, did you guys run over, or, or was it understood? You're like, nah, you let Coach Knee roll. Oh my goodness, hey Coach, hey, we was more worried about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was different back then, fellas. You know, if we made a mistake or didn't run the offense, took a bad shot, or missed a defensive assignment, you name it. Coach Knee, I mean, you wouldn't even want to look over to the sideline, you know, because he's giving you that look. <laughs> and uh, and during the timeouts, he lets you have it. And uh, and the referees, I, you know, sometimes you felt sorry for him, but a lot of times, Coach Knee was very uh, strategic when he when he uh, uh, exploded on the uh, referees. And a lot of times, he was right. Uh, but at the same token, a lot of times he was trying to motivate us, motivate the fans, and you know, a lot of coaches just do it just to just to get the attention and, and, you know, and maybe change the momentum of a game. But uh, Coach Knee was very unique when it came to referees, and he would let them have it, and uh, he would let us have it when we wasn't doing things right. We're talking to Henry T. Buchanan, former Nebraska ball legend. Uh, yeah, you know, there's some players that are still, I think, trying to find themselves. I mean, Breidenbach is a guy that, you know, I think trying to maybe still figure out how he could help the team in a consistent basis and, you know, a few others. We talked about CJ. Um, how do you, I mean, advice to those guys to, I don't know, try and figure out things on the team? Well, first and foremost, I, I think Wilhelm is, is, you know, he's coming around. He's coming into his own. Um, you can just tell he's getting a little bit more health. He's really haven't been 100% uh, since he's been here. Um, Actually, and uh, I just think he's coming around offensively, hustle-wise, and uh, and I think he's bringing a lot to the table. Um, and you know, and then hey, I don't know if y'all paid attention. He only played five minutes, but Oleg, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's you know, it's these kids, man. I'm 
like I've told, you know, I'm on the group text and, you know, and Bo Reed and a bunch of us, Dave Hoppin and all of us, we're, you know, we're just commenting, you know, great win and things of that sort, and, and we're giving our opinion. But, you know, if anything's consistent, it's around the effort and the effort that the kids are putting in and and, and kids like uh, Breitenbach and, and CJ and, you know, because wherever you like, like in talent, I mean talent, I'm sorry, um, you can you can make up an effort and desire and heart, and that's what this team has. They have a lot of heart. Uh, they put forth a lot of effort, and defensively, they're going to make each and every team work. And I thought uh, Emmanuel did a phenomenal job on the point. When he puts pressure on the point guard, teams struggle to run their offense, and that's what happened, and it took their freshman – uh, quite a while to get started, and he, you know, he got started a little bit in the second half, and you know that a sense of ball. And uh, but I still thought we did a phenomenal job, and he's lucky we didn't have uh, Jawan Gary out there guarding him. <laughs> and so it's, uh, uh, so I, I still say it was a great win, and I think these these role players, the reserve players, are getting more and more experience, and I think we should finish strong in the Big Ten, which is going to be tough. This Big Ten, no matter how you slice it, is uh, I watch pretty much every game, and I mean. There's no cupcakes, and uh, rather you're playing at home on the road. And, and these players that uh, that's coming in and spelling the starters, uh, you know, more experience to get, the more competitive Nebraska's going to be. So uh, we'll just see what happens in these next few games, and uh, and that's going to be the tell of the tape. And, and I'm hoping we finish over 500 and get that opportunity for a postseason uh, bid. You gave me the perfect segue because you talked about your group text, right? Obviously, it's a very – open and honest, a lot of people that love the Huskers. This morning, I got some texts, I heard some stuff. Um, there's still haters out there oh, yeah. with Coach Horberg. Oh. I'm trying to oh, figure yeah. this out. Like, what I, I mean, They're like, well, the, I heard the fans ex- need more. They should, they should, after year five, they should get this and that and this, and I'm not on board. Trev's got a big decision. I'm going to tell you my opinion. It, one, again, it's not a great win total yet, but he's already got to last year's win total. Boom. Yes. Mark that. There's still more to come. Seven weeks to go. Also, you beat. You change your staff. You change your way. Boom. You're, you're getting W's. Also, you beat Iowa. You beat Creighton. Is, is your group text, that message from all the former players, is, is that the same positive energy you're getting from it? Well, our, in, our, in our group text, it's more talking about the games. Uh, you know, we don't speak on Coach Hoy Burr's uh, status. Uh, you know, me personally, I'm a big fan of Coach Hoy Burr, and, and if fans really take a look at the program and, and what he inherited, you know, which was pretty much one player, mm-hmm. and then that COVID year, and then uh, and then last year there, you know, you know, we had some talent, and, and we didn't perform uh, the way we uh should have, and then and then this year. Uh, so, you know, if they take a look at uh, holistically, you know, uh, since he's been here, they may have a different perspective because folks just look at a lot of folks. They might even look at games. They just look at wins and losses, and they don't look at they don't look at what we see. You know, the the recruiting, uh, the coaching changes. It's like you brought up. Uh, uh, some of the things that they've encountered, the injuries, the, um, you know, just the program. But, yes, do we all want to see a winning program? Absolutely. You know, and but we still got to sit back. Coach Horiberg has done this before. He's coached at the highest level. <laughs> you know, he's coached at the Division One high level and, and did pretty well, went to the Sweet – took Iowa State to the Sweet 16. So we know he can do it. Um, but – 
it's at the same token, as fans, we got to sit back and, you know, instead of talking about what he's not doing, let's talk about what he could do and let's be supportive. That's just my attitude about it. And and I'm I'm a big supporter. And, and yes, I see some of the same things. And, you know, I want to see uh, more wins. But I'm also a former player, and I understand how difficult it is to win at that level. And, you know, every team is trying to win. Every coach is trying to keep their jobs. And, and you know, when do we become uh, uh, the executioner? You know, just because things, you know, and these might be fans who's, who's, who's uh, with the fan, you know, with betting and, and losing money and things of that sort, but that's your call. But you, can't, but you can't blame the coach because you're making stupid bets. You know, I, I'm not saying that's what's happening, but but sometimes I get a little disappointed with the criticism, mm-hmm. and, and especially from folks who doesn't understand the, the the workings of college basketball, and it's a big business. And, uh, and, and and but you know, Coach Hoyberg's not going out there to lose. He's going out there to compete, and the players are going out there to compete. And they're giving us a good product. Um, is they like I said before? Are they as talented as they were last year? Absolutely not. But they are better than we were last year in a lot of other areas, and that's rebounding defensively, hustle, and a lot of intangibles that that the average fan doesn't pay attention to because we're looking at wins and losses and who's scoring, who's not, and and it's more to basketball than that. So it's uh, I just say you know like I've always said, let's be patient man, and let Coach Hoy Bird build his program and. And um, and we'll be excited. And once and once you start winning, you know I want to sit back and 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 look at all these critics and say I told you so. But like also like but you you're like you're seeing progress, right? Because Fred told you he's like I don't know what this turns out to be, but this will be a team that if you go to games or watch it on TV, you'll be proud to watch them. I, mm-hmm. I that resonates because I am like they're not the prettiest thing. We know we don't have a lot of scoring, a lot of shooters, a lot of go to stuff. Yep. Man, you know they're going to fight all 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's that's what I've been saying from the beginning. I mean, win or lose, that team is going to give you their heart. They're going to give you heart and soul. They're going to, they're going to give you effort. Uh, they're going to give you 150%. And the team that beats them is going to know they've been, they've been in the game. And uh, that's what I enjoy watching about this team. And and then I don't know if y'all noticed last week. I mean, not last week, but last night that they picked up the pace. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's you know, it's just you can't you know. And I mentioned this last week. You cannot walk the ball up when you're when you're struggling offensively, and you don't have that that person that can really create like a Bryce McGowan like we had last year that can get you a bucket at any moment. Uh, you know, we don't have that. So it's, you know, and, and they did it last night. And a couple of shots didn't fall, but they were wide open. When they pushed the ball, I saw Tomanaga get some open looks. CJ got some open looks. Uh, uh, Emmanuel uh, Vanderbilt got some open looks. But you get open looks. And then if it's not there, then you run your offense. And I thought Sam did a great job of not focused on backing in. He, he moved the ball. He, he's more aggressive offensively. And shoot the three. Golly, I just, <laughs> oh, man, I, I, hey, if I had this number, I'll be texting right now, man. There's a three-point shot. You're open a lot. Shoot it. <laughs> you, I mean, I don't know what his percentage is, but it seems like every time he shoots, he hits it. So I'd like to see more of that. We're talking to TB Cannon. You know what's so interesting is I look at Ohio State in ESPN's BPI rank. They are 15th. If you look in Ken Palm, 
they are 21. So and they've lost eight games, but the way, according to the numbers, that's a quality win last night uh, yeah. by Nebraska. Also, T, I don't know if you've seen this yet, but in terms of strength of schedule, Nebraska, we are number one in the entire country. We are Crazy. number one. Yep. I mean, what do you? Are you serious? Yeah. What do you take from that? Man, that's number one. It's impressive being nine and eight. I mean, mm-hmm. having a winning record with the number one um, uh, toughest schedule in the country that speaks volumes. And that's not talking about the games that we probably could have won. And having you know, and think about this: Walker missed the, what the first three or four games. Yeah. You know, just think about that. If we had had him early on in a couple of the losses, you know, so so our team is a lot better than the record. Uh, uh, shows and but I, I know that's neither here nor there. But we are a lot better than some of these critics have given us uh, credit to be. And and I and I think Coach Hoyberg is this is probably easily his best coaching uh, that I've seen him at Nebraska. Now Iowa State was the whole you know years ago, and he, of course he did a phenomenal job there. But now I'm just seeing he's coaching and his and his assistants are coaching. And they're making adjustments, and uh, and these kids are responding. And that's what I told him last night. I said, your kids are responding with all the changes. And, you know, C.J. really could have put his head down, and, and we could have lost him. But, but C.J. came in there and, and, and with a lot of energy and, like, I want my spot back. So I enjoyed the effort that he put out there. And uh, so I just think he's pushing the right buttons, and, and I think there's more to come. And, and go Big Red, man. I just think, mm-hmm. you know. I, I just, I'm loving it, and, I'm, and the women's too. I yep. mean, I think Amy Williams doing a phenomenal job with the women's program as well, and and uh, and the women's Big Ten is just as tough as the men. So it's, uh, hey, hey, this is the best time of the year. You got March Madness, uh, you know, looming, and uh, so I'm just pretty excited. And hopefully, you know, Shu and I talk about this all the time. We got to get over 500. We got to get that postseason bid, and and you never know what's going to happen in the Big Ten, uh, the Big Ten tournament. I mean, anybody can beat anybody because we've already proven that we can play with the number one team in the country. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and you know, and they're still in the top. You know, they wasn't number two now. Um, yep. Since KU lost, so uh, so I tell you what, man, Coach uh, Hoyberg got some tricks up his sleeve, and we haven't seen them all yet. Well, T man, we're up against it here. I can't wait to get back. Uh, you're not; it's not too far away. You're back. You're oh yeah, back. yeah. I'm back in less than a month. And uh, hey, think about this now. Uh, Mac texted me yes uh, last night, and I didn't realize. Do you realize the day is marks the, the exact two years from my first show two years ago? No Whoa. way. Two years. Yeah. Man. Yeah. This oh my was the God. first. Yeah, it was the nineteenth of January of two thousand. 20. Look at so, this. Uh, We're 21, having an anniversary. 21, 21, 21. Yeah. An anniversary. Look at that. And look, man, we've been very blessed by that, by the way, having you on oh. and getting a chance oh, to yeah. know you and talk Husker sports and other stuff. And, you know, when you're in town, so gracious to hang out. So it ain't much longer. We have all them, oh, all them legends back. I know Joe Pete's coming back, too. Oh yeah, Joe Pete's coming back, and and a bunch of us coming back. Jeff Reckaway, some of the some of the legends who who really makes it back because uh, Jeff Reckaway, one of one of my teammates uh, with Derek Vick and I, um, uh, he was a coach for years, and uh, he's finally in a, in a different uh, industry, and he's not coaching anymore, so he'll be back. And and I'll, hey, don't, don't worry about it. I've been I got group texts going out, man, and I'm asking folks. Come back. Let's let's get as many folks back as we can, and to represent the alumni and support this program. So uh, hopefully we can have a good turnout this year, and the weather holds up. 
talking to Will a little bit yeah. oh, uh, terrible. earlier. Terrible. Oh, my goodness, man. That snow, man. I'm just sitting on Facebook, and all you see is snow. I'm, I get cold looking at it. Right. So Believe me, uh, I'm cold, my man. I'm cold. Uh, <laughs> okay. I know what we have to do. We have to figure out the timing. We can have like a, depending on when you come in, a round table of Husker legends on this show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And see, but I'm going to try to get them to come early. I'm the only one that comes in super early. I come in on a Wednesday so I can come into the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but most of my teammates, they'll come in Thursday or, or Friday because uh, the game is not till Sunday. And we have our mm-hmm. banquet uh, on Saturday. So, and it's going to be at the huddle. Uh, so that should be a good time, and so um, hopefully we can get a good turnout. And and the court always get better and better every year. You know, we were ten times better now than we were when we were playing. So keep that in mind. So we love telling each other how great we were and and how we beat up on each other. So those are always fun to be a part of. Good stuff, my man. Hey, we'll talk to you soon, man. Stay safe, stay blessed. Can't wait to see you to get back, sir. All right, y'all take care. Thanks for having me. Thanks, see you, Steve. T. Henry T. Buchanan yeah. right there. Hey, let's take a break. Let's get out of here. We come back. Cash and tickets. Marco D'Angelo, wagertalk.com.